What's up, everyone? Chewy Canadian here with my co-host, Potty Potty. How are you doing, sir? Hey, doing really well. Uh, how are you, Chewy? I'm doing good. Getting better. Uh, you know, went to a friend's uh, wedding party yesterday. Uh, actually, Devin Simser from the league. So congratulations to him. He's getting married in, uh, in about a month or two. So congratulations to him. And how are you doing, sir? Oh, congrats. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing well. No uh, weddings in store for me. I've got one <laughs> coming up in, in Austin, and then I've got one in uh, Cancun in November oh, over Thanksgiving. That'll be nice. That'll, how, how, yeah. Are you, are you going, how long are you going for, for the Cancun? Uh, about like five days. Sweet. All right, so you're going before, like you're going a couple days before the wedding, or are you going and then the wedding happens and then you're hanging out after? No, I'm... Uh, Going there on like a Thursday. I think the wedding's on like a, a Monday or a Tuesday. Okay. So, yeah. So, but so it, spend time. it's got this, yeah, it's got this like, instead of like a backyard for the the unit that it's in, it's like a pool that you get to swim around in. So, okay. pretty, pretty so, cool. So, like a private pool then, kind of like your own pool in the back. Yeah, I think it's like a communal pool, so oh, you know, okay. hopefully it's it's clean and whatnot. But yeah. that's pretty sweet. That's pretty sweet. Well, we're here with yeah. episode six of Ringside, and uh, before we continue on with the episode, we do have a special announcement from uh, from the Cleveland Hounds. The co-owners Heather Gray and Brian Dynasty have put together a little video for uh, their relocation, and let's uh, let's take it to that video now. This is the year of the home. All right, and we're back. And, uh, you know, it wouldn't be a, a special announcement. Um, you know, there's always great changes that go on into the league. And sometimes there are ones that are a little unforeseen, but for personal reasons, they do occur. So I wanted to give a big shout out to Tyler Grimms, aka Phalanx Soul, um, you know, major part of the success of Warsaw. Also, one of the best people that I've had the opportunity of kind of working with in the league, you know, as a friend, as kind of a co-leader of the team. Um, and, you know, the success of this show today really wouldn't be possible without uh, Grimm's. So wanted to say, you know, farewell to Grimm's um, and uh, appreciate everything that you've uh, contributed here. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people don't know, but he he did contribute a lot to Ringside and its graphics and, and its production to help it uh, get started. So we wouldn't have our cool graphics logos uh set up without him and and of course helping helping warsaw make the playoffs and and we'll win the cup for him in warsaw for sure there we go and uh you know we've we didn't go over the agenda but wanted to just briefly kind of go through this real quickly we're, we're going with our standings our beloved plays of the week and we want you to make sure you stay tuned for our interview with twin screw where we're going over the life and times of a goalie 
and the playoff predictions where it's going to be pitting Chewy, myself, and Twinscrew versus the league in deciding or predicting who is going to win. And the league is, you know, submissions are made possible by Kevin Cushing. Yeah, thanks to Kevin for putting together that uh, that form for everyone to fill out. <coughs> All, All right. right, so let, let's stand up for our stand-ins. All right, here we go. So we'll start off with the pro standings. This is end of season standings here. So 50 full games and uh, we'll go through the full list. So starting at the bottom, unfortunately, the Boston War Unicorns uh, finished the lowest of the expansion teams with 28 points. Uh, they did win. They did end off in a win. So that's uh, that's a little light at the end of the tunnel. They'll definitely come back strong next season. Uh, they have zero free agents like openings. So they they their full team's coming back next season so that's good to see <clears throat> next up we got the san diego reapers they finished off on a three-game win, st- win streak taking out uh taking out alaska arctic wolves is one of the games they came 15th with 29 points just to pass boston there and then cleveland uh up next with 36 points tennessee and melbourne melbourne uh, I guess you could say was the best expansion team with one point out of Cleveland tied with the Tennessee Black Bears who who struggled at the end of the season the last two weeks, couldn't pull off a win. And then uh, the three teams that were fighting for playoffs who couldn't make it, Florence, Glasgow, and Norfolk, uh, four, 42 to 44 points for them. And then you got this, the top half of the standings, Dublin to Albuquerque. So we got Dublin, Jacksonville, Florida, Alaska, Turku, Vegas, Redwater, and Albuquerque, all at the top of the standings. The winners of the divisions were Dublin, um, Las Vegas, and Jacksonville. Um, And then, funny enough, Albuquerque was the only team uh, to make the playoffs with a negative goal differential. So that's uh, that's interesting to see. Uh, It's a tough conference on this side, so you can't fault them too much for that. Do you have any comments, uh, Potty, on, on the pro standings before we head off to minors? I think it's been a great effort by all the teams that have been involved, and we will see who is the best out of all of them in the upcoming playoff series. Yep. All right, and we're taking it into the minors here. Um, kind of following in your footsteps, I'll work our way from the bottom up. So we've got the Bucks coming in with 34 points um you know shout out to billy big hits for leading this team through a lot of changes um they were certainly one of the more dynamic opponents that uh us on warsaw faced um and uh you know shout out to billy um then we've got the royals malmo coming in with 40 points um also some tough matchups that we saw against them Followed closely with 42 points, Manitoba, and in fifth place with 44 points, barely under the threshold to enter in to the playoffs was Iceland. And the remaining four, Saskatoon, Tokyo, Warsaw, and Vancouver are all facing off in the playoffs uh, tonight while we're recording this. So, you know, stay tuned to see what happens. Yeah. Great, uh, great season for the miners. I think. I mean, I think what the last week, Tokyo, Saskatoon, Iceland, Manitoba, and Malmo were all within like two points of each other fighting, 
every game mattered. So it was it was awesome to see how close all these teams were. Yes, absolutely. All right. <clears throat> now we'll take it to the plays of the week, starting off uh, with this one here. All right. So we've got um, Eroldi is taking it from one side of the crease, coming down the ice, skates through, let's see, one, two, three, potentially four defenders, and then chucks the puck in what looks to be the top left of the net. Eroldi. What a fantastic um, long full court or rink uh, press to score that goal. Awesome. Next up, we got one of the the bigger saves of the season here by Brody. Cross crease uh, extends his legs out just to get the tip of his toes to save that. And uh, we'll quickly look at a at a slow mo close up of this one here. You can see he just one side of the crease, the other. He had to take a plane. That's how far it was. And, and his foot just catches the puck there to save it. Very nice, Brody. And next up, we've got, uh, you know, Manitoba gets the puck. I think uh, Joe's got it right now. Let's see where it is kind of going around. And uh, there we, we have Crispy Bacon to win it in overtime. Um Great shot and great uh, recovery, great finish and finesse. Certainly a player to watch out for in the upcoming draft. 100%. Next up, we got another Miners play here with the Warsaw. Uh, Warlocks, Reeves carrying it up. He he has it all alone and he ends up taking the shot, rebound, and Mekinen's there to to just put it in for the, for the goal there. I'll watch it one more time. Reeves uh, also had himself a wonderful season, 36 points in the minors. He led all minors players with points. And boom, big hit by Lindros to start things off. Potty picks up the puck, and then Lindros takes it away from him, gives it to Bear, and Bear generously gives it to Potty, who miraculously you know, puts that into the net. Uh, great team effort here. And I think that was goal number two of the season for Potty. Awesome. Speaking of Potty, here we go again. Yeah, we got yet another Potty play um, down on the ice. And uh, there's kind of a scrapple at the board. And if you look closely, Potty has this magical stick that gets into the mix, gets it to Bear, who passes it back. And uh, Potty scores in double OT to win the game. Awesome. And our last play here, Joey Rabb scoring a rebound on the San Diego, San Diego Reapers to tie, um, be, uh, or sorry, to beat Vegas's record, um, 160 goals from the Jacksonville Vipers this season. Uh, previous record held by Vegas in season two, and Jacksonville, an offensive threat this season, just closes it out with that one. Very nice. Do you think Rabb's performance today or whenever that was recorded had anything to do with him being on ringside you know what i think he got the ringside bump you know uh yeah he, he definitely closed out the season strong not to to put uh you know put us on the pedestal but i think without us he he wouldn't have gotten that goal so we'll leave it there <laughs> yeah there we go so uh you know next up we've got our interview with Mike Twinscrew, let's move into it. Let's go.
and welcome back to the sixth episode of Rinkside. Uh, we're here today with Mike Twinscrew, uh, a cherished guest. And, um, you know, Mike, let's kick things off. You've got one of the best last names in the league. Is it your real one? What's kind of the story or the origin behind it? It's it's not my real last name. Um, so where I get it is uh, I am a retired master chief in the Navy. Um, and the collar device for master chiefs, it has two stars on it, right? And a lot of times, don't worry about my dog there. Uh, a lot of times what, uh, so the propellers on a ship, right? We all, we also kind of call them screws. Mm -hmm. um, most ships have two. Uh, the two stars on the uh, collar device for the, the anchor for the mast chief. Uh, two screws, twin screw. That's where it comes from. Very nice. I would awesome. have certainly never never guessed. And uh, appreciate your, your service to our country. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. So why don't uh, you give us a little rundown on, on who Mike Twinscrew is in goals? Goals. Uh, well, came in season one uh, with Vegas. Won the championship season two with Vegas. And then I was uh, fortunate enough to be selected as an owner uh, in season three uh, with the Norfolk Navigators. Uh, we've gone season three and season four now, um, have, have really, uh, enjoyed, uh, the time in the league for sure. Not going anywhere. And, and I'm sure it's part of this conversation will come up. So we'll leave it at that for now, but that's pretty much who I am. Came in season one, enjoying the time, uh, great league. Awesome. And, and, and why did you start with uh, goalie? What kind of, uh, geared you towards that? So growing up. Um, you know, I'm from Minnesota. We played a lot of street hockey, uh, a lot of boot hockey, and I always played goalie. Uh, played goalie in high school, so it's only fitting. Awesome. W was it uh, by choice you played goalie, or, or were you the were you the guy that was like stuck in net and had to endure the that orange ball slapped at you all all afternoon? Well, I was always the the youngest. Okay. Right? Um, playing with, with all the guys that I played with growing up and stuff, I was usually pretty much the youngest one. So, yeah, they threw me in that because a lot of guys were, were a hell of a lot bigger than I was. Yeah. So, you know, in some of those boot hockey games, they, they can get a little rough. Yeah. So, yeah, they threw me in that, and eventually I just started loving it. Uh, there you go. And got pretty good at it. So, It, it takes a certain kind of crazy to have uh... – the, the, the ball slapped at you all day. So I, I feel yeah. that I played uh, goalie in soccer, so it's uh, not as, yep, not as know. tough as hockey, but you know, it uh, <laughs> you stand there and get stuff kicked at you or uh, shot at you and, and you just stand there and take it. Right. Even the, even the sponge pucks get a little hard <laughs> in the winter time. Exactly. I, I played goalie in soccer as well. I wasn't very good. There was one time that the goalie on the other team actually scored a goal on me. Oh. And that's when they, uh, they pulled me <laughs> from it. Uh, but, uh, I actually, I got to manage the concession stand instead of playing in sports at a certain point in my, uh, it was like <laughs> my first job. So, you know, things lead in good directions. Um, 
and, and speaking of like, you know, ways in which we start. So Mike, I, I know you from the SFL first, and I'm kind of curious what brought you into goals. Uh, I think it was, I don't remember for sure. And and I apologize if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was Doug Britton that asked me to come over. It could have been Craig, one of the two, uh, just say, Hey, we're doing, we're starting this, uh, Hockey league, you want to join up? Oh yeah, absolutely, sure, and and that's what it was. Sweet. How would you compare your experience in the SFL to that of goals? Um, well, the Sims are just as frustrating. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the the Sims and refs are just as frustrating. My dog is killing me right now. Um. But I think uh, as far as the league itself, I think uh, I enjoy goals much more. Uh, I enjoy the the ownership group much more. Uh, you know, I've told these guys several times over the last couple of of seasons. Uh, hell, what are we on? Two years now almost? Uh, just um, over a year, yeah. Okay, got it. So I've told these guys several times that I, that I appreciate – uh, what they all do, um, that they they look at the league first before their teams, uh, and everybody communicates in that in that ownership group pretty well. Uh, yeah, we got some arguing once in a while, but uh, for the most part, you know, and when things need to get done and and things need to get talked about, the 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 guys really do a, a fantastic job at it, um, looking out for the league first, and and that's what I love about it. Awesome. Um, what uh, what would you say like your favorite memory so far uh, being in goals is? That's season two championship, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Raising that cup. Yeah. Awesome. How did it, uh, like, how did it feel? Did you guys kind of expect you were going to win the cup that season? Was it uh, a little bit of a shock? Walk me through kind of how, you know, end of season played out and then the postseason. Well, I think Doug and I worked really well from the start uh, in season one and season two. Uh, he did all the off-ice stuff, you know, and I did most of the coaching. Um, so, you know, I'd be simming games and, and trying out new strategies and stuff like that. So uh, we knew that we were having a good season. Um, the, I mean, Vegas is tough now. <laughs> you know, so, but then it was, it was, you know, I mean, what did that, uh, I mean, that, that championship wasn't a blowout. Um, I can't even remember. Did we go seven games in that one? I season think it was I yeah, six, six or seven, six or seven I think games. It was a close so, one, yeah. yeah, it was, so it was stressful. So now it wasn't a blowout and, and did we expect to win? Yeah, absolutely. We expected to win. Did we want to win? Yes. Um, uh, you know, was there some question? Okay, sure. You know, I mean, who knew in season two, you know, what the Sims were going to be like and, and what, how things were going to happen in, in the playoffs. So, but it was definitely a fun season. Um, we had a good time for sure. Awesome. So I've got a question, you know, I, I don't know too much about being a goalie and I don't know very much about like progressing a goalie other than that there's a lot of different options to choose from. So I'm, I'm hoping that maybe you can connect with, 
either existing goalies now, maybe people that are interested, or the future generation of goalies to come? Kind of what's like, what's your strategy for progressing a goalie to be effective in this league? So, I mean, we all had to learn, you know, the first couple of seasons, we were just trying everything out. And then, you know, season three changed because we went to uh, a different game, right? But so, so starting out, you know, the way I was looking at it was some of the major attributes, right? The, the gloves and the sticks, high and low, doing those. Uh, I was worried about my rebound control. Um, and really, I didn't read a whole lot into it other than that, except for uh, another one I was worried about was vision, right? Because I knew vision was able to see through or around your players and things like that. So those were the main ones that that I worked on, I think, for the first season or two. But also what I would do, and, and this is uh, something a little different, I guess, I would watch what Coco Raccoon was doing, right? How he was progressing um, in the things that he was doing. So that's when I started getting into uh, the speed and the breakaway, right? And and things like that. Because if you guys don't know Coco uh, from, from this league and, and other leagues that he's in, Coco is a, a student of the game. This dude really, really dives into games and tries to figure out how they work and and how things happen and why they happen and things like that. So, you know, you can if you can grab onto a guy like that and and kind of see what he's doing and follow that a little bit, you can't turn out too bad. Yeah, I mean, I think both you and Coco are, are two of the best goalies in the league by far. You're definitely the highest overall goalie. So. You're doing something right. <clears throat> well, it doesn't mean I'm any good. <laughs> I had a rough season. Hey, rough seasons happen. You know, you're getting the ringside bump now, which we saw from Joey Rab. Once you, once you interview, you'll take off. So next season, uh, you're you're gonna you're gonna be great. Um, <clears throat> Joey is a pain in my ass. <laughs> I think he's a pain in every goalie's ass this season. It uh, it was crazy. Uh, speaking of pain in the ass, uh, when when you're watching your games and and you see the the other team on a breakaway coming towards you, um, one, what's going through your mind, and two, how how tight does your butthole clench once once they're coming down the ice towards you? <laughs> well, we, we clench right away. <laughs> uh, as soon as I see it, you know, as soon as I see it coming, it clenches right away. Um, this season, I didn't worry about it a whole lot just because of the progressions, right? The breakaway and, and the speed and things that I have on my player. Um, but seasons past, yeah, there was a lot of stress yeah. coming at it. And, and, you know, I mean, this season, I think, uh, I think I missed one, uh, last season, it was two or three probably. And seasons before that, there were a few, but you know, as you get those progressions up goalies, um, you know, you get that speed in and, and, breakaway and angles and things like that once you get those progressions up those breakaways are a little less parker factor there you go do you feel bullies get enough credit in the league uh i i do i do uh, because you know everybody's usually everybody's 
when a goalie has a good game, you know, everybody's saying, hey, you know, good game, great game, great, you know, shutout, whatever the case may be. Uh, and, and I don't know how other locker rooms are. You know, I've seen two locker rooms now. But uh, when a goalie has a bad game, uh, you rarely ever see somebody give the goalie a hard time. You know, because, I mean, if you really watch the game, I mean, you can have a great goalie, but you need that defense in front of it too. You know, uh, you got to have a good defense, you know, otherwise you let up a bunch of goals. So, um, but I I do think that that goalies get a lot of credit or enough credit uh, in the league. You know, I've, I've absolutely had enjoyed my time, you know, and, and people give me props all the time, uh, which, you know, I'm not a spotlight guy. So I try and just kind of shake it off and, and, and let it go. But, uh, yeah, I think so. Nice. So we have a you know a special segment here um, that Chewy's going to keep up, where we are going to look at the playoff um, predictions for the goals in the goals SM. Um, so if you look on the screen, and Chewy will say when that's live. That is live. So. Um, there we go. You can see that we've got uh, Chewy, Potty, Twinscrew, and the league. And the league is brought to us by a poll from Kevin Cushing um, that kind of looked at for the goals, um, so the non-miners, uh, what the predictions would be. Um, so I thought that um, if we could maybe just go through line by line what our predictions are, and you can share any you know specific opinion or reason behind it. And we can kind of uh, tackle this to see where things line up. And then we can review it in a couple weeks to see how things fell. Um, so why don't we uh, kick things off, Chewy? Jacksonville versus Redwater. Yeah, so I went a little off the board with mine on this. I chose Redwater. Uh, and I'm not sure if we're tracking it, but I chose them to win in six. <clears throat> Obviously, we've seen two of the games happen already. So my pick isn't looking too great. but. I do think if Coco can stand on his head, they can uh, they can outplay Jacksonville, and I think they can do it in the next four games. Mm. Well, guess we'll have to see. So for my pick, I put Jacksonville, and based purely on that rinkside bump with Rab, um, think that he's going to perform well, and uh, we will see how it goes. And Twinscrew, Mike. Yeah, I got to go with Jax, too. Um, Joey and, and Adam are ridiculous. Uh, great defense, you know, and, and in front of Gerard Brody. You know, he's really had a pretty good season because he's got that great defense in front of him. So they're tough to beat. I don't I don't think we beat him at all this season. So uh, tough. It's got to go Jax. All right, and we'll look what the league – uh, voted and it was 22 votes Jacksonville, two votes Redwater, and these votes excluded Chewy, um, Mike, and myself. So uh, it means at least two other people are with Chewy on this one. Let's go. So now we'll move on. Yeah. <laughs> so now we'll move on to Las Vegas versus Florida. Yeah. So uh, I went with Las Vegas on this one. I had them winning in five. Uh, and with the first two games, they are just uh, they're just dominating Florida right now. So they need to 
figure something out for sure. I honestly had to send a message and I didn't hear you. Could you uh, repeat that? No problem. I, I ended up going with Las Vegas to win this one. Okay. Sorry. I'll be fully attentive <laughs> for this. Um, and I went with Florida for them because I think they were in the championship last year, right? Yep. Yep. And Mike? Got to go with Vegas. Got to go with Vegas. <laughs> so it, 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 part of that is because, you know, got a lot of love for Vegas. Spent two seasons there. The, um, old, the old stomping ground, eh? The old stomping ground. Uh, the, the one thing that concerns me is is uh, on Florida, Stoney. I love Stone. You know, me and him, we've, we talk a lot. We used to talk a lot. We still kind of talk a lot. Uh, go to his, his wrestling federation all, quite often. Um He's just not having the season that he had last year. For sure. Um, different season. Uh, not sure if it's if it's the defense or, or coaching or what, but uh, just Stoney's having a different season, and, and I think Vegas will pull that out. All right, and we'll turn to the league. The league voted 15 votes for Florida versus nine votes for Las Vegas, and that was a seed upset. And now we will move to the Rocket Conference winner. Sweet. So I, yeah, I have, uh, I have Las Vegas uh, going to the finals this season. I think they're just uh, so set up on forward. Uh, Stonewall is, uh, is, is catching up with his progressions. They'll definitely be there this season. And I've got Jacksonville. Um, based purely again on uh, Joey's uh, stellar interview performance, although Mike is uh, might be taking the cake with this one. What is your pick for uh, for the Rocket Conference winner? I'm going to go with Jax. They're just, they're, they're so damn good. <laughs> Jax is so good this season. And we will move into the league. The league voted with 12 votes for Jacksonville. There were seven votes for Florida, four votes for Las Vegas, and one holdout with Redwater. All right. And now we're going to move into the Mr. Hockey Conference. So let's kick things off with a few initial easy kind of votes here. Chewy, who do you got for Dublin versus Albuquerque? In my completely unbiased opinion, nothing else. Uh, Dublin will win that series. And I don't um, think I need to explain that. <laughs> yes. And in, in my totally biased opinion, I am also going to go with Dublin winning the series. Um, but I think a strong show in for Albuquerque to be remembered. Mike, who do you got? Yeah, I'm going with Dublin too. Uh, tough team. I don't think we beat them this season either. And the league voted 22 votes for Dublin, two votes for Albuquerque. All right. So, Chewy, we've got Alaska versus Turku. Who do you think? Yeah, this one's a tough one. Uh, I did choose uh, Turku before the games were played, just just so everyone's aware. Uh, but I think it, this the series is going to go to seven games. Alaska is such a tough team. Turku pulled it together with their defense this season. So, 
they'll definitely be uh, taking this one, I think. <clears throat> and I did Turku as well. There is uh, there's a video game. I think it's called like Tarkov. I haven't played it, but it's like pretty challenging. And I thought that this team is probably pretty challenging as well. <laughs> so who do, you, who do you got, Mike? Yeah, I'm going Turku as well. Josh Young is really having a good season. Uh, he's got a great defense in front of him. So, yeah, it's just uh, Turku's tough, uh, and I think they'll they'll pull that out against Alaska. You know, shutting down Alaska uh, once again. And for the league, we've got uh, another seed upset. They had Turku with 16 votes versus Alaska with eight. And we've got the Mr. Hockey Conference winner. Uh, again, I'm going to go with Dublin on this one. We've, we've had Turku's number over the years, and uh, I think we can figure them out this playoffs as well. Yeah, those were my thoughts exactly. How about uh, how about you, Mike? Yeah, Dublin for sure, <laughs> for sure. They're just they're they're tough. And the league voted uh, Dublin with eighteen votes, Turku with four, Alaska with one, and Albuquerque with one vote. So we move on to the season four goals champions. Who do we got here, Chewy? I. I, I can't save Las Vegas because that would just jinx the jinx it. But I w I wouldn't think that anyways. I think Dublin's going to go back to back this season. I think uh, I think we have one of the the best teams this this organization has had, and uh, I think we'll be able to go back to back. <clears throat> Absolutely, and you know my experience on here. I think that the leadership of any organization really sets the precedent, um, sets the bar for the future generations to kind of aspire to. And I think that we've set it the highest. So I've picked Dublin as well. I'm going to be somewhat biased <laughs> and, and I'm going to go with Vegas. I think Vegas is going to pull it out. You know, Jax will be wet, red water, Vegas be Florida, but I think uh, Vegas is going to come through with that. Uh, but I do see Dublin and Vegas. Uh, in the final, I uh, think it's going to be a fantastic series, fantastic playoffs. The, the, the playoffs are going to be awesome. Uh, uh, but I think Vegas pulls it out. Not not to uh, throw you under the bus here, but you did say Jacksonville would beat Vegas in, in the conference finals. Oh, I did, didn't I? <laughs> so if, if Las Vegas is going to become the Undertakers and, and, and come out of the ground. Undertakers. <laughs> No, I got That's sorry. Right. So I I have to change the the conference winner then, and and, and I think because I think Vegas is going to take the championship. All right, let's update that. Or you could leave it and kind of hedge your bets, but <laughs> leave it in there. Um, and so for the league, um, voted ten votes for Dublin, four votes for Jacksonville, three votes for Florida, three votes for Turku. Two votes for Las Vegas, one for Alaska, one for Redwater, and zero for Albuquerque. Wow. So, very interesting. Let's uh, shift our focus over to the minors. We've got, um, in the first series, Vancouver versus Saskatoon. Yeah, I'll take uh, Vancouver. They, they've just been great this season. No question. 
I think Vancouver as well, they've proved to be, aside from the Bucks, who were always a challenge for us, um, Vancouver was our fiercest opponent. So I've got them in there as well. Uh, what are your thoughts, Mike? So I, I, I like Saskatoon, but, right, I'm putting a but in there. I like Saskatoon because they were our affiliate this season. Um, you know, we picked up Aaron Eichenberg from there. Um, I believe, though, that they have lost a couple of players due to progression. Is that correct? Yeah, some of their big uh, yeah, defenders right? and, and the Juju McCollum, and, obviously. Yeah, so so I gotta I, I like Saskatoon, but I gotta go with Vancouver just because they got the players for it. Clean sweep on Vancouver. All right. In the league did not vote on the minors, but hey, maybe next season we'll uh get the, the votes in there. So Chewy, let's uh go on to Warsaw versus Tokyo. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with our affiliates, the Warsaw Warlocks, uh who obviously you're coaching, so I'd hate to uh, go against the green on my co-host here. Well, I'd, I'd respect your unbiased opinion regardless. Um, and I am certainly going with the Warlocks. I think that we are the best organization out there. And um, I think we're on a four, potentially a five-game win streak. Um, and we beat, you know, there's only six teams. So if it is a five-game win streak, we've already beaten five out of six in the past showing. So, um, you know, I have full confidence in the Warlocks pulling through this uh, very tough battle we have with Tokyo. Mike? Yeah, so looking, uh, I mean, you look at the standings and and they're pretty close all season. Uh, there's a quite, quite a big uh, goal differential uh, between the two teams um, throughout the season. But uh, I'll play. You know, you guys are going for Warsaw. I'll I'll go Tokyo. Tokyo All right, there it. we go. Keep it interesting. And uh, yeah, and let's go on to our goals season for goals SM season four champions. Uh, Chewy, who do you got? Yeah, this uh, this is going to have to be the Warlocks. They uh, they were able to beat Vancouver in their last showing, and. Uh, think the goal scoring on the warlocks having two of the highest scoring minor players it's it's going to be tough to beat we're we're gonna it's going to be tough losing grims grims uh before the playoffs because he was a huge contributor but i think uh it'll be a tight series most likely six or seven games but it's going to be the warlocks yes i'm looking for a six i'm looking for a four game sweep but in second place i'm looking for you know a rigorous six to seven game battle that's gonna kind of ensue and i think that the warlocks will i don't think i know that the warlocks are going to come out on top um but mike between vancouver and tokyo who do you uh who do you have your simulated money on gonna go with vancouver on that one there we go awesome all right um well that was that was fun. I think we've got two kind of closing questions for you, Mike, if Chewie wants to switch scenes yep. and take it, take it away with the, the 